While I was in love, I was the happiest man on earth. The Tin Man from The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. I've blogged before about online dating and by extension, dating apps. And frankly, my position on internet app dating hasn't much changed. I still don't understand how people expect to find love and romance through some magical concoction of profile photo, info blurb, and cheesy one-liners. If, in fact, that's what they're looking for, excuse the cynicism. Going into any date after exchanging a few lines of text and maybe a phone number doesn't exactly stimulate the senses. In fact, I find the idea of spending a couple hours with a total stranger rather scary and distasteful. Sorry, not sorry, but my time and energy is too precious to waste on meaningless encounters. And yet, the cultural dating scene continues to evolve. A few days ago, I found myself biting the inside of my cheek as my best friend and I sat in semi-shock as our guy friend started on a misogynistic rant about women in the dating scene. In other words, Tinder, Coffee Beats Bagel, Bumble, and Hinge. Yes, we're talking all of these dating apps, which now consist of the dating scene. We expected lunch to be a pleasant affair, but instead we were both leaning back in our seats and trying to blink normally while our guy friend became totally oblivious to the plate of food in front of him and the fact that he was in the company of friends. Yes, girls, but still friends. Three years he had been on dating apps, he says. And what has he learned about women thus far? Only that they're deceitful, full of artifice, shady, superficial, at times flaky, if not alternately manipulative and or unjustifiably cruel. They were ghosts. They were thoughts. They were always thirsty. They were nice, but not friendly. And if they were friendly, they weren't genuine. They were full of affect or feigned interest. When in reality, they were waiting for the next best thing to trump you into obscurity. They were the two faces of Eve, women in short, were not to be trusted. For a minute, I thought he might have forgotten we were still there. I admit there's something enticing about the idea of dating apps. For one, it's efficient. It's cliche to regurgitate the obvious, but we supposedly live fast-track lives, which of course means our dating life should follow suit. Second, it's paradoxically risk-averse. It's easier to face rejection when the sting is buffered through an electronic text or absence thereof. Third, there is the illusion, or maybe delusion, of having the power of choice. And as an added bogus, I mean, bonus, access to data and information that translates into some degree of certainty. When dating apps first exploded onto the scene, it was hard to ignore the novelty element and the excitement of meeting someone online. This was the start of a new age for the dating front, one that was free of social taboos and stigmas about lemons meeting other lemons in the personal ads, Craigslist forms, or dating and compatibility sites. But through the years, I've watched so many of my close friends fall into despair and heavy cynicism or even what I'd like to call apathy dating. 
they grow increasingly wary and reluctant, jaded with their online prospects, and worst of all, complacent with the idea that they will be single for life. All that mental rolodexing is bound to take a toll, and they forget that dating should be natural and fun, not forced or trying. For those who are lucky enough to land real relationships, they are faced with an altogether new kind of dilemma, the DTR. Not since the sexual revolution have I imagined the definition of monogamy undergoing a new level of scrutiny. Because these days, getting into a committed relationship is as much about electronic monogamy as it is about sexual monogamy. How many times have I stood by and listened to people obsess and complain about whether their boyfriends or girlfriends have really gone radio silent or are simply flying stealth undercover? It does not only creates more anxiety for nascent or established couples, but also contributes further to the dating malaise. The lore behind the Tin Man from The Wizard of Oz is that Nick Chopper used to be a whole man with a real heart. But when a wicked witch curses him with an enchanted axe, his limbs are cut off one by one until he is even deprived of his heart. And although his body parts are easily replaced with tin prosthetics, his heart is not. Ultimately, this renders him incapable of loving, and he is thwarted from marrying his lady love. The Tin Man in so many ways exemplifies what I think is happening to so many of my friends who depend on dating apps in search of love and relationships. Each disappointment, rejection, or abandonment is a form of emotional amputation. Dating becomes a dismal affair, an experience that is shallow as it is vacuous. And like the Tin Man, online dating partners are slowly heading towards some desperate resolution. My personal thoughts? Maybe, just maybe, dating requires not only courage, but a little bit of faith. That maybe finding someone through social media is an actuality, the antithesis of drawing a real and substantive connection. Because sometimes all it takes is a glance, a touch, or a premonition to experience that beautiful something that could lead to everything. And instead of marching to the half-hearted dirge of Tinder dates, we could be tingling with the fear and excitement of meeting someone who loves you as much as you love them. Isn't that what dating is really all about? The great irony of the Tin Man is that he was the least person you'd expect to be missing a heart. This is because out of all the characters in The Wizard of Oz, he was in fact the most tender and lovable. Frank Baum, the author of The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, says this, a heart is not judged by how much you love, but by how much you are loved by others. <laughs>